Thank you so much for joining the episode today. A special uh, run of physicians are going to be rolling through here on the Dr. Whisperer podcast. Today's podcast uh, was recorded at 7 a.m. this morning. It's Saturday morning, um, March 28th. That's when we uh, both got up and did this podcast for you. I hope uh, it brings you some value and some hope and some great tips about how to get through this new temporary normal. It's certainly not the new normal. And for any physicians or doctors or anybody in the healthcare industry that wants to be featured on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, Just search the Dr. Whisperer. Every form of contact information is uh, out there via Google. And uh, if anybody's out there that wants to sponsor the podcast, there's certainly a bunch of people listening right now as we continue daily to bring another great healthcare provider that is out there on the front lines and doing their best to help all of us to get through this safely. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for joining. Stay safe, but stay back. Good morning. Hello, Dr. Laura. Good morning, my beautiful friend. I'm so happy to hear your voice. <laughs> it really is uh, this selfish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's day, been too right? long. Normally, we, we have more communication, but considering our current COVID-19 and our new temporary normal, it's certainly not our new norm. Absolutely. No, it, and we are continually focusing on making changes. So this week has been a fairly... Uh, adjusting week to say the least, yes. you know, for all so, of us. Just to let the audience know, it's been a little while since you and I have done a podcast and thank God for technology because I am sitting in my home office Saturday morning, um, 7 a.m. on March 28th and you are where? <laughs> in, my, in my home, uh, just sitting in uh one of the rooms, so I don't disturb the rest of uh, the family. That's still exactly. Second I um, I typically have my I have two different doors to enter my home office, and they're both shut. And Charlie Brown, of course, is confused why mommy has. <laughs> so before we get started on the um, clinical end of this conversation, you know, I decided the other day through all the chaos and. It's for any of us that are in the healthcare industry. This isn't a time where um, we're not busy. I mean, I'm not a clinician, I'm not a physician, but um, I work in this industry as well. So it's been a very busy week. But I thought, you know, what is the best way to give some value back to our community? So I thought, well, it's time to talk to some of the doctors that I love and respect. So thank you for joining me today in this. And um, I know that you're going to bring some peace and some sense of um, hope to our audience today. So why don't we, um, why don't we get started by you just telling us how you're doing and your family is doing, your parents. I know that you have elderly parents in um, Chicago. And so how's everybody doing? So uh, we're blessed. Everybody, you know, is uh, following the protocols and, uh, basically uh, camping at home. Uh, My mom and dad are with my sister and uh, following very, 
yeah, close, uh, uh, very close to, to the letter, uh, all the recommendations of uh, uh, distancing and washing hands. And of course, my mom and dad don't go out. Uh, my The only one that goes out is my sister when she needs to go out there to buy some food. But even my other sisters just come to the uh, garage and say hello from far and, <laughs> and bring some food or things like that, that everybody tries to, you know, share some love with each other at a distance. And how are your kids doing through this? So why don't you tell everybody about so, your family? How many so, in, in your so family? So I have three children and uh, the oldest one is uh, Julian and he's in Berlin. And so uh, him and his girlfriend are basically uh, <clears throat> staying put uh, because Berlin also passed a uh, pretty uh, strict, uh, uh, you know, quarantine type of a uh, yeah. uh, shutdown or a shutdown, I would say, not a quarantine, mm -hmm. but the, uh, the whole uh, city then uh, is pretty much off limits. So he says he looks like a ghost town, but he's safe, <laughs> he's, safe he's uh, healthy, mm -hmm. and uh, he's yeah. uh, continuing to explore his music and do more cooking and, you know, making mm -hmm. the best of it. Uh, mm -hmm. Marcus is my number two, and he lives at home, and mm -hmm. uh, he's been continuing to work at home. He's blessed with having a Amazon company. So a lot right. of the work that he does is through the computer anyway. So mm -hmm. for him, he just, he just has had to restrict himself to being at home 99% of the time, unless something needs to uh, be addressed. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Penelope has been pretty much staying at home and just going to the store to buy fresh vegetables every so often yeah. to make mm -hmm. sure that we continue to optimize <clears throat> our health through our nutrition. Um, and, and she's been pretty healthy. And uh, lastly is uh, my daughter. Uh, she's in Chicago. Uh, she has uh, three roommates and uh, she decided to uh, continue to weather it out in Chicago. Of course, Chicago is a big city. So definitely the parks have been closed now. And so the most she can do is go for a, a run or a walk in the streets. And then otherwise, uh, she's pretty much uh, staying safe uh, with her friends and actually reading a lot more now. She's reading a lot of books and she's, uh, uh, you know, connecting in different ways. So it's interesting how all of us are learning to weave our uh, our dream of uh, where we are and where we want to be uh, from mm. a different perspective uh, nowadays. So it's uh, beautiful to see that there's not only this aspect of fear and my God, what's going to happen in the financial system, but there's also this huge opportunity for self-evolution and appreciation and, and to really come to, to that point where we begin to ask, what am I doing? You know, what is this, all, what is this life all about? And, and where do I think it was taking me and is that where I wanted to take me or is there some time of reflection here that uh, is so needed for us to begin to make a shift in terms of uh, uh, what's what's valuable in our lives and I think uh, uh, for a huge amount of our population it has really hit home when yeah. we no longer can do the things that we just three weeks ago took for granted. Sure so let me ask you what um what has your, because I know that you, like myself, were pretty uh, regimented with self-care and physical activity and um, nutrition. So what what has your routine been like this week, personally, before we get into so, the, um, going to work? So in the mornings, uh, definitely try to spend at least uh, a good uh, 10 minutes uh, uh, in what I call contemplative meditation. 
And uh, uh, what that reflects for me is uh, I know that I need to get out there. And uh, once I get out into the community, uh, there's this huge pink elephant in the room. I'm going to call it the monster of fear. And so mm. I try to ground myself uh, as soon as I uh, get up by looking at the sky. And usually I get up mm. early, so it's still dark and I can appreciate all the beautiful stars. Sometimes the moon is out and uh, connect with just the fact that I'm alive. And so I call mm. it contemplative because it's really not closing my eyes and going deep inside, but just trying to see what's already the beauty of the paradise that we do live in so that I can fill my cup by by. Uh, appreciating the fact that I am breathing, that I am alive, that I have this opportunity to experience this wonderful day and begin to focus my intention and being available for those that will come in my path so that I can be able to help guide them, support them and be the healer or the doctor that I love to be. And yeah. and, and so that kind of uh, sets me up. Uh, I probably, uh, I've been practicing uh, at least three days a week, a little bit more intermittent fasting. Uh, intermittent fasting has a great opportunity to really optimize our immune system. And so uh, I've been a little bit more consistent uh, with doing at least three days a week of intermittent fasting uh, so that I can begin to stimulate a little bit more of that. Um, we've been, uh, from a nutritional perspective, really trying to hit a lot more of the greens, 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 greens. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and so we've been uh, uh, doing that. And then uh, eventually, uh, as far as exercise, uh, uh, this week was a little tough, but usually uh, at least two, three times a week, try to get out there uh, either for a little run or I'm still uh, working in the park with my personal trainer. So we, although now the park is closed, so we have to find alternative uh, places. Um, and so that's one of the uh, places. This is how I kind of wake myself up and kind of initiate mm-hmm. my day. Then uh, uh, as I move in the direction of, of work, uh, it's really about not what the problems are, but it's really trying to focus myself on what the opportunities uh, for today are. And so realizing that every person that comes in my path is a blessed opportunity that will help me evolve, that will help me expand. And uh, and as long as I see it that way, hopefully I'm bringing that message to them because mm. ultimately I believe that others that come in my path are truly a reflection of what it is that I am feeling. So whatever it is that I'm thinking or feeling or creating is reflected on the experiences that I have with others. And so try to carry that close to me the whole day. Um, as you know, in the field of, of medicine, uh, and especially, you know, knowing me historically, I am a touchy, huggy person. So I, I, Yeah, I know. You're the best hug ever. <laughs> so I've had to make some drastic, drastic, drastic changes. Um, and, you know, I, I remember at the beginning when this uh, uh, idea started, it was kind of like, you know, how can you not want to hug somebody? But I, I quickly realized that it wasn't about me. Right. It was about me respecting their space and respecting their their possibilities because the last thing I want to do is to actually uh, uh, expose something, somebody to something that I may personally be carrying that I don't even know. Right. And so uh, I just began to uh, take that love of others to be really guide me and begin to um, literally uh, change my ways. And so I... Um, uh, I give them a solar hug. <laughs> I'm very much into solar hugs now or air hugs. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, we connect uh, by looking into each other's eyes. Uh, of course, uh, when I, uh, in, in this uh, area of uh, uh, that, that I've chosen to live my life by, which is a healer and as a, a physician, the intention here is I, am, I, I need uh, my duty from a ethical perspective, uh, from a spiritual perspective, and just from the intention of this lifetime is to be out there helping people. And so uh, I feel that uh, no matter what happens, no matter how challenging things may be, uh, I need to be out there helping people, uh, being uh, present with others, helping them uh, move along to improve themselves, to heal themselves, to prevent themselves from uh, um, uh, from allowing illness to come into them. And, and so it's uh, that's really my focus. And uh, it's it definitely gets challenging. So you know, sometimes Zoe's like, Dad, why are you doing that? And Penelope, you know, you got to be careful and yeah. you got to do this. And so there's this anxiety because of all the things that we hear. And uh, at the end of the day, I bring back the message like, look, this is what I chose to do in this life. It's not something that I chose simply because I get a paycheck. I chose this because I bring love and, and healing to the world. And I, for me to stop doing that would literally... Uh, uh, sees my ability to continue to be who I am. Yeah. And, uh, and and so I have to expose myself. I have to be out there. I have to be with people. And, you know, I need to keep my distances. I, you know, if I'm going to examine you, I'll put my gloves on. If I'm going to come close to you within, within two or three feet, I'll put my mask on to make sure that, not that I'm worried that I'm going to catch something from you, but I'm just trying to be cautious to make sure that I don't think of myself as just, you know, I have nothing, so I need to respect it. And more importantly, I realize that what others see and how I act is going to potentially send a message to others. So I want to make sure that I am uh, being conscious and that I'm sending the right messages. Um, otherwise, it's more like don't listen, don't see, don't look at what I do, but just listen to what I'm telling you to do. And mm -hmm. as you know, when we grow, when we raise children, that does not work. Children, <laughs> right. Uh, are going to learn by what we do. That what is the truth. So um, I want to move into kind of what it's been like going to the office. So, so Dr. Laura has two locations, one in Palm Harbor here in Tampa Bay and one in St. Petersburg. And I know that you've made a few shifts um, in regards to, to how things are being operated. I, I want to know, first of all, how your staff is dealing and, and what types of, what protocols have you implemented with with the staff to um, address this COVID-19 and to, so, and to refrain, you know, helping to lessen the spread obviously is the, is the goal while still yes. being able to be there for your patients. So every patient uh, that has an appointment with us gets called uh, to make sure that they're doing okay. Uh, you know, if they want to come into the office, we now have made it available for them to be able to have uh, 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 virtual visits, which really means. Well, before we get to that, before yes. we get to that, I want to know. I want to know how the staff is feeling. Mm -hmm. So we are. I, I am blessed with a very, very positive <laughs> staff. Um, you are. I wonder how that happened. <laughs> and maybe uh, it, something about leadership 
<laughs> well, it, it, it's a gift from above. That's how I like to look at it. But uh, thank you. Uh, so the staff is very positive. Uh, they realize that they are definitely first responders. They realize their role in being able to guide and support and, and uh, uh, give some perspective. And of course, one of the primary roles that uh, my staff is doing is really not only helping people with positive perspectives and get rid of that uh, 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 fear monster, but in addition to that, it's really focusing at the level of improving our patient's immune system by, you know, focusing on the principles of what the immune system needs. And so this is the strongest, uh, one of the strongest areas of the work uh, that is as a consequence of uh, our intentions to improve our uh, ability to eat better. So staff is very much focused in that. Uh, what we're doing specifically to prevent the uh, uh, possible infection in fact, perspective in the practice or uh, uh, of our patients is uh, truly, uh, uh, we clean the office probably five, six times a day thoroughly. Uh, every time a, pe a person comes in, uh, we continually wipe after them. We wipe before them. Uh, the girls are all wearing masks in the office, not because they're coughing, not because they have an issue, but again, trying to just uh, bring up uh, a certain level of uh, of protocol that allows us to uh, not only provide confidence to the patients that are that we're serving, but more importantly to make sure that I'm protecting my staff as we want to continue to be uh, first responders out there for our community uh, for as long as as we possibly can. And uh, right. um, uh, distancing, uh, of course, uh, we don't have the kind of practice where there's uh, uh, 50 people in the office at one time. Uh, but now we're definitely spreading things a lot more. So uh, we make sure that uh, there's enough uh, space so that people can be at least six feet apart. Usually there are a lot more. Uh, and uh, and we work uh, uh, to make sure that now my staff is not congregating together. And, you know, it's the human nature that we want to come together and begin to chit-chat and begin to integrate ourselves. So now uh, uh, we continue to implement that. It's not just the patients coming in. And we know that there's times that we're going to come a lot closer with each other because of the kind of work that we do. But let's be conscious of it and let's make sure that we keep ourselves also at a distance from each other just to make sure that we get used to that and begin to uh, also prevent any possible uh, inter-infectivity among one another if, at all, if that was to come into play. So we're practicing that. Um, we're using... Uh, so you've been able to you've been able to um, maintain your staff and maintain operations. And you've been having, I'm sure, I'm just, just because I know you, you've been having conversations with them and being communicative through this time. Because, you know, one of the things that I started to notice in the beginning when this pandemic uh, came to us, unfortunately, um, was there was a lack of communication based solely on, on nobody really knew what to do, right? I mean, my favorite answer is I don't know. And I say that a lot because sometimes, you know, through the years running medical practices prior, um, I've, I've noticed that sometimes the, the people in charge, whether that be a CEO or um, a physician in your case might say, you know, this is how it's going and this is what we're going to do. And and when these times, because we've never experienced this in our lifetime, no. right? So that that I don't know answer is is almost reassuring to to staff at this time, yes. Because we don't know what 
um, the future looks like. We're, we're all kind of living one day at a time. Um, but I, I'm sure that you're, you're expressing that to staff um, because I think that that's such a vital piece of it. That's why I wanted to start with them before we even got into the patients because um, I have had conversations with others uh, in the you know, practices that I work with. And when I hear from a staff member that they haven't you know, had a, a meeting or whatever the case is, however somebody transfers information from the top down, uh, that they need they they have so much question inside of them, and they need their fears to be removed. Um, they're looking to somebody such as yourself as a physician, especially, to to give them the comfort that they need. And I know you've always done a great job with that, you and Christina and Christy. So can you just speak on that a little bit? Yeah. So uh, definitely, there's continued communication. We do a lot more WhatsApp communication on a daily basis, okay. make sure everybody is connected, make sure everybody knows what's going on. Uh, I have come to appreciate for some time now, and now this really brings it to, to the head, is that, you know, the magic of what we do in terms of helping our patients improve their lives is not dependent on me, you know, somehow coming in there and, and, and doing it. It's really a team. And so mm -hmm. it's important that, that my staff feel grounded. It's important that my staff begin to take care of themselves health-wise. So I always try to preach the idea that, you know, we practice what we preach or we eat our own cooking, mm -hmm. as uh, one of my friends mm -hmm. likes to uh, use that phrase, meaning that, you know, it's important for uh, the uh, processing and, and the thought uh, uh developments and and the integrity of my program needs to be grounded and and every uh, and the happiness of every one of my employees and so it's important for me to nurture them to be present to them to make sure that you know they become a priority in my life they're not just you know some paid employee that can easily be replaced uh, so those types of thoughts are something that uh, 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 that we've been definitely a lot more uh, implementing because everybody's afraid uh, they have children uh, they, they, don't, they may not have a babysitter so how are we going to handle that uh, what are the consequences if uh, things progress and, and, and more challenges or somebody in their house becomes ill or you know so there's the, all of this fear that they are themselves being affected by and so my role is really to continually bring some sense of uh, opportunity and appreciation for the light because that's the only way that we can truly help and pass that light on to our patients as we begin to bring healing to them. So we've been very much focused right. on that. Uh, this Monday, uh, uh, we're, uh, we signed up for uh, Zoom. Uh, and uh, uh, so it's, it was, it's not just going to be a conference call that we have all the employees talking uh, because we don't want, there's no need for me to bring him into the office and expose everybody to be within three feet of each other just to, just to have mm -hmm. a chat. So we're going to do that as a Zoom. But I want everybody's face to be present because that creates a more personal mm -hmm. contact that I see smiles, I see, uh, you know, different facial mm -hmm. uh, characteristics as we're talking. And that's how we learn to communicate, right? So it's by not just uh, sensing the voice, but just uh, as important to be able to see each other. So uh, we're beginning to do uh, a lot more uh, meetings like that. Um, okay. Well, I want to talk about that. So I've, of course, implemented that. I did my first uh, uh, workshop on Zoom yesterday for my media uh, clients and people that wanted to understand how to navigate through this time. And it was, it was wonderful, but I had done one with Working Women of Tampa Bay, where we talked about, you know, helping your tribe during this time. Um, I got to speak a little bit about 
mental health and, and how we take care of ourselves um, mentally first before we, we start out in our day during times like this. Uh, stress, of course, is the worst thing that we can encounter now because of what that does to our immune system. I don't have to yeah. tell you anything about that. You understand that wholly. And, um, and the Zoom has been fantastic. It's an uplifting type of environment when you get to see people. It really has done wonders for people's spirits. So I'm so happy that you're doing that. That's really fantastic. I'm hoping that everybody's implementing that. And I, I know, because um, we're going to, I know you're going to go see your personal trainer later today. So we have about eight minutes left. I want to know, um, so I know that you implemented telehealth quite some time ago and how has that been? And so Dr. Laura, for anybody that doesn't know, and I'll, I'm going to put this uh, as the introduction, you know, uh, primary care, family medicine, physician, uh, board certified for many years still um, and always claims and is um, a healer. That's what you wanted to, to be since you were a, a little yes. boy. <laughs> and um, now being able to, to pivot a little bit in your own business and seeing how, uh, you know, you, you can all rise above and, and take on this new challenge and not giving up and all of that wonderful stuff that we've always talked about, you and I, um, persevering through it really and, and, and being sort of like a, a beacon of light for others. But um, through this time uh, clinically, so now you've shifted um, so many times, right? Over the last yes. few years in, in your business, because there is, you know, this is the business of medicine. That's kind of my tagline for this podcast. Um, so shifting into that now, uh, have have people taken on this telehealth? And, and I know that people have been kind of driving up when they need something because you've shifted and you, you now deal a lot with patients just on um, maintaining a, a healthy weight for life. Because um, so important right now, like you mentioned, the nutrition and making sure everybody is taking their supplements and vitamins and online products. I know that you have. So why don't why don't we talk a little bit about that so the audience understands what you're doing on a day to day basis clinically? So uh, definitely, the uh, uh, virtual visits have been a huge opportunity for the patients to continue to get the guidance, the counseling, the support that they need without uh, necessarily uh, coming into the office. So an ideal person for that would be someone that's not feeling well or someone that is just at a high risk and doesn't want to take any chances or uh, just for whatever reasons is not a, uh, is not a convenient uh, uh, for them. So we are able to see them and care for them uh, through the uh, technology that we have available. And then they if they need some supplements, we can mail it to them. If they need to have their anti-obesity medicines, uh, they can uh, just drive up and then somebody will come to the parking lot and provide that for them so they don't have to get off the car. So trying to just uh, mm -hmm. give people an opportunity to maintain uh, their safest uh, environment and without uh, 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 limiting their ability to achieve their opt optimal health. And of course, the main focus in the work that I do is uh, 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 even though on the surface it appears that, okay, uh, we do weight loss and we basically help people release 20 pounds, is really uh, the excess weight uh, for the most part is an expression of an imbalanced system. And of course, we have come to appreciate now that the earth has an imbalance and hence 
we're now yes. rebalancing. And so the body needs to be rebalanced. And so we do that primarily through the thoughts that we have and the toxins that we prevent from coming in. So toxic thoughts, toxic relationships, of course, toxic food. And so uh, my main focus is really, as I share with my patients, the weight that is going to be released is an outcome of your body re balancing itself and so we're going to rebalance it by working on gut health working on mental health working on detoxification pathways working on mitochondrial health and really beginning to change your story so that you can release those stories that disempower you and begin to create stories that will empower you in this lifetime so you can truly begin to dream your becoming uh, uh, into being and so rather than feeling like we're victims and we have no choices and somehow or other somebody hurt us or uh, some accident prevents us from doing A, B, C, and D, uh, we can really release those types of uh, stories and begin to recreate a new story where we're optimally uh, uh, balanced in, in the sense of everything around us. And so that's really the focus of what we do. And that's uh, and so I really uh, try to achieve that through different means, um, you know, from the aspects of uh, nutrition. Uh, it is uh, it is interesting that a lot of the patients that are coming in, I say, are you having a difficult time with it? Some are having a little difficult time. Others, you know, and the reason the difficult time is when the fear monster knocks at your door and you let him in, <laughs> what's going to happen is you're going to start eating more chippies, more cookies, you know. Uh, I mean, if you mm -hmm. look at the uh, supermarkets, most of the cans and meats are gone, but you still see a whole bunch of vegetables mm -hmm. that are continuing to come in. It's funny. That, you know, right, like, yeah. why don't people go towards the vegetables and, and, and not worry too much about right. the cans? But there's this fear out there. And so people are really decompensating all this stress by literally bringing themselves more off balance. If they bring themselves off more of balance and their immune system decreases, they're more likely to get it, to pass it. And so really, this is the time some of my patients said, actually, this is easy because I don't, I don't I'm not. Uh, I'm not being persuaded to go out to dinner. I'm not being persuaded to go to that party. Mm -hmm. So it's really a lot easier in some ways to be able to recognize that this is the perfect time to really balance yourself. Balance yourself by asking the questions, who am I? What is my intention in life? Am I doing the things that make me happy? If not, maybe this is a sign from above that I need to start changing my life and really living my life to the fullest where I bring the most value to other human beings and I'm happy. And so this is a time of nurturing. This is a time of healing, healing for the earth, healing for us. And so this is a time to get back to uh, the essentials of uh, making sure we practice our breathing, conscious breathing, make sure that we eat our nutrients as much as we can from Mother Earth, uh, that we begin to appreciate every aspect that's around us, you know, whether it's the fact that we're breathing, the fact that we're alive, the fact that we have a wife, a husband, uh, the fact that we have a roof over our heads, the fact that we are now having a meal. I mean, there's so many beautiful things that we can bring our vibration up by bringing attention to it, that this is really a time of healing. So I, uh, I think that if we can begin to bring that message forward, people will begin to de uh, emphasize the ideas of lacking the ideas that you know doom is happening uh you know let's let, let's see what we can do to make sure that we don't get sick who cares about the next door neighbor you know those types of of, of perspectives are 
pretty much being challenged at this time because this brings attention to our own healing, our own opportunity to finally do some things uh, that perhaps we've been meaning to do within the context of our own evolution. And uh, uh, and so this is the the work and that I do. This is the work that I bring to, to the community. And uh, uh, I feel that this is the time that I've been waiting for or that we've been waiting for as a community to really wake up from this horrible dream where we think that what makes us happy is having more. And it's, it's not right. out there that's going to make yeah. us happy, as you know. It's what's inside of us. That's and so we need, to, yes, we need to absolutely. light it up and share it with the world. And this is the time to light up our lives. Yes. I agree with you 100%. I have been, um, as a an introvert myself, social distancing has not been a problem at all. <laughs> um, I've, I've welcomed it. Um, I know so many people in my world don't believe that that's who I am. But as you know, I, I prefer long bike rides alone, um, connecting to nature and connecting to spirit and I know you do the same. We both have a, a great love for, for trees and nature and it's what nourishes us. And we're very happy about Mother Earth right now and all the benefits that she's receiving from the reduced amounts of uh, CO2 going up into the atmosphere and people not having a choice but to, to limit their, their time um, polluting the world, which is what we've been doing. So I too feel like as much as this is this is not a, a great time, we both agree that this is a, a very sad and a, and if people have not been working on their uh, their connection to something higher than themselves or uh, connecting to a source of any kind, and it, it could be a place where you could be very fearful. But I think from the both of us, we really do believe that this is this is a time of, of pivot and a time of shift and an opportunity more than anything else to to create the life that you've always wanted to live because we've all needed an opportunity to slow down and, and realize totally, what's important. Totally. I, I, I just feel that there, yeah. you know, if you look at the places that uh, it things originated from, right? So we think it came from China uh, and uh, China is this place that all of us have come to depend on. I mean, from the cups to the, to the different things that we use in a daily basis. And so we're all interconnected. I mean, uh, New York, uh, uh, Italy, Europe, the whole world is going through this tremendous change. And uh, it's, it, 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 it they're, when you look at the relationship between what are the effects of this particular virus, it's really shortness of breath. It's really related to the lung. And, and yeah. when you take a look at the other side of it, uh, what have we been doing over the last decade? The, doing all this deforestation, you know, like uh, of creating loss and, yeah. and uh, that allow more destruction of the planet. Uh, we've had all the fires in California. And then yeah. we had all the fires in Australia. All of that stuff you know, was literally related to the oxygen, mm -hmm. to the ability to breathe. And it's no surprise to me as a healer who sees beyond the linear aspects of life to appreciate that this is the karmatic effect of all that is happening. And it's in the process of, of, of really healing itself. Uh, we are, uh, you know, if, if there is a blessing in the context of, of, of the circumstances, uh, I don't like the idea that my parents may cease to be 
because of the circumstances. So we take every precaution and, and hope that we can continue to have them, you know, to guide us, to have them to love us, to have them to continue to share their joy and, and be part of, uh, uh, have them be part of this wonderful life that we have. Uh, but uh, as sad as it would be for me to lose my mom or dad, it would be a lot sadder to lose my child. And, and, and at least there's some mm. comfort to understand that uh, children don't seem to be as affected. Of course, if we're stoic and we think nothing's going to hurt us, then we're just kind of thinking that we can get burned and walk right into the fire. But I think in general, there's, there's, there's some aspects that allow this particular experience. If we take precautions, if we, if, if we, are, if we walk consciously to realize that this will come to pass, and this is going to allow us to evolve to a higher frequency human uh, 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 consciousness that would allow us to be more uh, in harmony with the planet, more in harmony with our neighbors, more in harmony with our family, and more importantly, more in harmony with our own internal intentions and love and, and creative experience that we came to share uh, in this lifetime. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. And to um, just end this wonderful podcast, because you and I <laughs> could talk forever. I could listen to you talk, especially those last few minutes. I, I, will, I will hold on to that for the day. And I'm so uh, glad that the audience will have an opportunity to hear that. I've been picking my uh, daily intuition yes. card. So I'll just share with you and for anybody who's listening today, it's, um, it's called Rise Up. And it's uh, trust in yourself, believe in yourself. You have everything it takes yes. to move yes. forward. So that is the intention I'll leave you with and everybody else today. I'm so appreciative that you were able to spend some time with us. Um, we're going to make this, it's a, a different time. So we're shifting our, our own way of doing business and um, trying to help the community as much as possible. So this will be up this morning. And I'm so grateful and I'm so happy to know you're going to see your trainer and yes. I'll be outside in nature. I will be, um, I'm going to join a recovery meeting in New York after this call. Um, so I'm so happy about that myself. There are so many opportunities and I'm so glad that I have uh, wonderful friends in my life like yourself that um, remind me that we can use this time as an opportunity to grow and just be better. So thank you again. Thank so you. Much Blessings for to you, my sister. Today. Have a blessed day and uh, we'll touch base soon. All right. Blessings to the audience and uh, blessings Sounds to good. all their families. And uh, 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 the last thing would be, don't let fear come into you. Fear is just a thought. It just, it's just, it's worse than the virus. You know, it can really, it, it can really. Yes, it is. So say, say hello, hello to, to it, it, right? And, and, don't, and don't, then don't say goodbye. You realize that it's just going to come right through you and it's not going to, it's not going to affect you if you don't let it. So wherever you pay attention to, that's what grows. So don't that's let right. that, don't pay too much attention that's to that true. monster. Stop watching too much news. Just, limit yourself 15 minutes here 15 yes. minutes there so you're not blindsided and you know what's happening because you are an integral part of the world and the community but don't yeah. be sucked into having to listen mm -hmm. to it you know eight ten hours a day a lot of my patients are listening to it and then they can't sleep it's like no oh, you can't do that parents too yeah no i know Right. Well, I like to say, um, stay awake. Yeah. I love stay that. Away. Stay awake and stay away. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 
All right. Well, you have a fantastic day. I look forward to Likewise. seeing and talking to you again Big soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.